Welcome to the Profit Cast. We're here to talk football. Yes, football. But we're covering all our local teams too. We bring the unique perspectives of a player and a coach, collaborating on the things that bring us together and sometimes tear us apart. This, this is, is the, the Profit, Profit Cast. Well, we're back. It's another week talking more football. We are real excited for this upcoming NFL season. We got the first week of preseason in the books. We've taken a first glance at some teams, and we are ready to talk about what we think about who's going to be good this year, uh, some teams that might have some struggles. So this week we're going to be talking about the NFC. Uh, Luke, we're, what do you think? Shall we start up north and talk about those teams in, one, in arguably one of the toughest divisions in football? Yeah, let's start up in the north. I think this division is really wide open, if mm -hmm. we're being honest. I think the Packers are going to have an uphill climb. Um, Man, there's just, so much unknown with the Packers. Yeah, just given the quarterback situation. I'm not a huge Jordan Love fan just coming out of college. I never really liked him. Just Did you do a profile on him? Um, I don't think I did like an official one, but I did. I did look at stats and stuff, and here I'm sort of pulling those up here. Um... Out of college at Utah State, his last season threw 17 interceptions. So that is a lot of interceptions. Yes. <laughs> and and it's pretty wild, too, that uh, for, for any more, maybe more casual fans that might not know what all is going on in Green Bay, the, the Packers have had two starting quarterbacks since 98, maybe, when Brett Favre joined the league. And uh, it's it's just insane how long Brett Favre was quarterback, and then Aaron Rodgers, and now Jordan Love is the third different quarterback to start there in a in a really really long time. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, so I think the Packers definitely have an uphill climb. I think they will probably finish last in the division. Wait a minute, you think the Packers are going to be last? I do think the Packers are going to be last. I mean, it's hard. I don't see the argument. I mean, the Bears. Okay, I think the Bears are definitely going to be better than the Packers this year. I don't. I disagree. They have a better quarterback for one thing. Maybe who you are very low on. We don't. We don't very know much about Fields. Jordan Love. We and and really we don't know a ton about uh, Justin Fields. Honestly, I mean we've seen him last year, but meh. We know that if he keeps this pace up <laughs> from the preseason, he'll be throwing about twenty thousand yards a game. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Base starting quarterbacks off of preseason action. If every three passes he throws two touchdowns, <laughs> we'll be looking at a lot right, of if, touchdowns okay. this year. Yes, if if he's if he maintains that pace, then I will acknowledge the Bears will not be last in the division. Uh, but I do not anticipate that happening. The Bears have a bad offensive line, and Justin Fields is. I just don't know. I, to me, he hasn't proven it yet that he's got it. And the same and the same as Jordan Love. So to me, they're they're even. I, I gotta see. I gotta see more of both of them before I can know which quarterback is better. And that's gonna make or break what it is. I think the Bears have a lot more room to grow, a lot more to do to get back to both both teams missed the playoffs last year. The the Packers were closer Too than sure. the Bears were. Uh, but they but they both have a lot of areas where they need improvement. You are you are right. I will say, I not only do I think the Bears have a better quarterback, I think they also have better players around him. The Green Bay Packers starting receivers, as we look at it right now, are Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, and Jaden Reed, with Samori Toure as the four. 
Which offensive line would you rather stand behind? I would say the Packers offensive line, and that is very important. And I would say probably the defense is better too. But we have no idea what this skill position core looks like without Aaron Rodgers. That's, That's the true. key. That's true. So, I mean, Aaron Rodgers made this group look like a decent group. But what is At Jordan times. Love? I think there was definitely times when Aaron Rodgers brought a lot of chaos into the building as well. And if you have a – now, let's just say best-case scenario, Jordan Love is like a B-minus, C-plus type level talent. Would you say that's fair? As opposed yeah. to Aaron Rodgers, who is definitely A-plus. Yes. And But last year, the last couple of years, Aaron Rodgers was doing – C minus D type of effort in the offseason as far as missing OTAs, not meeting right. with receivers, not putting in the work that if Jordan Love is doing that right now, if he's getting the reps, if he's getting if he's doing all of those extra things, putting in the work and time that Aaron Rodgers didn't do over the last few years. And there's not all of this, oh, I might retire, I might go host Jeopardy, I might who knows what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm just gonna go sit in a dark room and eat mushrooms. Like if Jordan Love is actually doing the work of a starting quarterback, he's not he doesn't have the arm talent, he doesn't have the IQ of an Aaron Rodgers, but it might add just some stability to the team that could get him right back to that eight win, nine win area. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um so I could I could see the arguments for the Packers being better, but I will say I think they have a fairly low ceiling. Um, I think I'd agree with you. There. I think both the Lions, I think the Lions and the Bears have the highest ceilings of any teams in this division. Now, will they live up to it? We don't know. The That's high, gonna be the question. Higher ceiling and lower basements too. Right, exactly. I think I think worst case scenario, the Packers are, you know, like a five win team. But the but the Lions and the Bears could do worse than that if if stuff starts to go sideways for them. Yeah, the the right. Bears for sure. I don't know about the Lions. It feels like they've been trending up the last couple of years. I think the Lions are mm -hmm. kind of the X factor in the division. Yeah, there's. I, I've heard. I've heard several intelligent different people say that that they think the Lions actually got a shot at winning that division this year. Mm -hmm. And and which oh, is yeah. so. I would say, I don't think the Packers can win this division, but I think any of those teams could win the division other than the Packers. Man, I'd be real surprised if the Bears won it. But but if I had to put money on it, if I had to make a guess, I would say Vikings or Lions. I would, I would personally give an edge to the Vikings, but but I wouldn't be terribly surprised if the Lions did win it. Yeah, so I think that would be my final answer to Vikings would be the team to beat in the division with the Lions being the X factor and could easily beat them and will the total wild card with the Bears. Yeah. Um, moving on to the next division, we got the NFC East. Now, this division is a little bit less, a little bit more solid we know the Eagles are going to be good yep. coming off a Super Bowl run. Uh, I mean, uh, well, depending on how they bounce back from it. Because true. if you remember, everybody two years ago, everybody was saying running back with the Rams, and they turned around and won five games. Right. So there's, there's Super Bowl hangovers for the winning team mm -hmm. and the losing team. And, yeah. and you know, just because you were good the year before, because the last time that Philly was in the Super Bowl, they won the Super Bowl, and I think maybe – Three or four years after that, they had fired everybody, coach, quarterback, all nine yards. Mm -hmm. So there's no guarantee that they're going to be great. They do have a lot of really talented athletes, uh, but they had they had a really special run last year too. And the other thing is they also had a very good draft last year too. They did. We talked about that together. Um, they ended up getting Jalen Carter, and 
I forgot the other Which we guy. said that was about the best place that he could go. Yeah, that's a very solid choice. Plus, they also um, they drafted a bunch of Georgia players, actually. Yeah, so which is not were, a bad idea. People were calling them the Philadelphia Bulldogs over yeah. here because um, they drafted so many Georgia players. But that's not a bad program to draft out of. Exactly. It's why guys that are used to winning. Why wouldn't you want to uh, purge the whole uh, college football championship winning defense? Yeah, seriously. I mean, I think that's a good choice. Nolan Smith, that was the other guy they got in the yep, first round. That's right. Um, so they got solid players in the draft. So I think they did they, they did work to improve. That's one thing with the Rams is they mortgaged all their draft picks. That's true. They they were definitely more all or nothing. And it feels like the Eagles have built a little bit more of a solid foundation, especially right. with defense yeah. and offensive line play. Now their oh, linemen yeah. are starting to get old. So we'll see and if so they can. And so is their defensive line with yep. Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham. Yeah, like we'll see if those guys can keep them. putting out the same production, if they all stay healthy too. Um, right. But I would agree that if if they stay healthy, uh, they they should be the favorite to mm -hmm. win the division. Uh, because even though the Cowboys were good last year, the two of those teams were fighting for the division title basically all the way till the end of the season. Right. Um, but the but the Cowboys, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be quite the same with a new offensive coordinator, with their head coach doing the play calling. Um, we'll we'll see if they if they have another good run or if it's just another Cowboys team. Mm -hmm. I've heard way too many people talk about the Cowboys, and I they get way too much publicity, and yeah. I don't really want to talk about them any longer. So, so just telling them right now, they're probably going to be a good team, probably not a great team. Yep. Maybe we just summarized. 5,000 hours worth of content on everybody else's podcast. Yeah. And that's all that they're going to say because that's all that is going to be. Yep. Moving right along to the, uh, <laughs> um, the football team in Washington. Yeah. Which has a new owner and hopefully a new name sometime. I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen or not. They are getting a new stadium, though. Yeah, the commanders, I think, are going to be in play for the first first overall pick next year. I think that's definitely in play for the commanders. You think they're just going to be bad? I think they're going to be bad. Yeah. They got Sam Howell at quarterback. Who, I mean, I don't mind Sam Howell. I mean, I liked him out of college. He's a decent player, but is he an NFL starting quarterback? Probably not. Yeah. I uh, I like Ron Rivera. He's a good coach. Uh, he's – I've well, I don't know if I can even say he's a good coach. I, he's a good coach. He's not a great coach, but he's a yeah. good coach. He's a good guy. He's a – so I, I want him to do well, but I don't I, – I think his overall NFL record is right around 500, so – I wouldn't be surprised. I I would I would be surprised if they're not bottom of the division. Right. Yeah. I I'll I might take that back. I do think they're going to be bad, but I just looking at their defensive depth chart right now. Their they defense is all right. They got yeah. some dudes up front. Chase and they were Young, and they were sweat. middle of the season last year. They were still in the hunt for the playoffs. So it's not like they're right. a tire fire. Yeah. And that's and I think that's the thing with Ron Rivera. It's like he's you know, if if they did go all the way down. You know, I think I think the hard to even know what to call them. I think the Washington organization has been hungry for people of character that stick around. And Ron Rivera is that type of guy. So I don't think they want to just bottom out to try to get a good quarterback or, you know, what, because if they did that, they would probably have to fire their coach. If they didn't win any games this year, Rivera would be out. They're paying right. him too much for him to just do a tank job. Uh, right, so yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they were a you know six win type team. Maybe yeah, six I'd, to eight. I'd say that's fair. I don't think they'll be quite an eight, eight, but of course that. But that's about where they. I think they won seven games, maybe both of the last two years. Mm -hmm. And was it 
three years ago they almost bounced Tampa Bay in the playoffs in the first round in the wild card. Yeah, that was a Super, that was a Bowl, Super year. Bowl year. So was that? Yeah, three years ago. Yeah. Um, so they're not that far removed. Of course, they had a great quarterback that year too with Alex Smith and his incredible comeback story. And right, there was yeah. a lot more going on there than just them. Yeah. But, but their so, defense is is all right. Yeah. To summarize. The commanders, uh, gray sky is cast upon them due yeah. to an unstable quarterback situation. Yep. And However, unstable GM and mm-hmm. ownership and situation would, as well. And I would say fringy offensive line as well. Yeah. Um, Not great on offense. Yeah. Decent skill positions, good defense. Good defense, good head coach. But other than that, really not much to write home about. Yeah. Um, and um, another team that's up and down is is the Giants. You right. know, they, they had a good run last year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they took a another step back they made some poor offseason choices in my opinion with giving a lot of money to their quarterback who is good not great and uh you know giving their did you hear did saquon barkley resign did he take the he took the uh franchise tag i believe so which is less money than he wanted so he's unhappy but at the same time i wouldn't have given him the bank either i would have you know i think they were sort of in a position that a lot of Patriot teams were in where they don't really pay anybody big money, but they just go and find next man up and try to do the little things right. Right. But Say, instead, they they did the New York Giant thing and they paid their favorites, and that's all right once in a while, but you can't have everybody be your favorite and you can't give money to everybody. Yeah. Saquon's great when he's healthy. Yeah. But is he going to stay healthy? Who knows? And is he going to stay healthy for how much longer? Right. You know, typically, you don't want to sign running backs to a second contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, decent defense in New York, too. Not great, not horrible. I think they'll probably be the third best team in the division. I think that's fair. And But kudos to the NFC East. Used to be called the NFC Feast when it was like somebody win the division. Speaking of somebody win the division, NFC South is next. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a rough division, and... I honestly feel any of these four teams could win it. Yeah. Um, I would say the Falcons probably have the worst chance given fringy quarterback situation and just, you know, kind of not a whole lot how, in any positions. How unbiased is that take? Because I can think of another team in that division that might have the hardest chance at getting on top. But I would say <laughs> the Buccaneers have – Better skill position players all around. Baker's going to be working with good receivers. Um, an offensive line that probably won't be great, but will be better getting players back off of injury. And, I mean, we really don't know. Baker always plays better when he's the underdog. That's true. Except in Carolina. <laughs> but Carolina doesn't count because they were really bad. Um. Anyways, so... I also yeah, think... not even Matt Rule could win in Carolina. He's a sure thing. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, the Falcons have a not great offensive line either. They've got a better defense with a good secondary. And anyways, we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on this division because it's probably going to be sad to watch most of the games. Probably. Carolina but... probably has has some upside with the rookie quarterback if he has a great season. The Saints are probably the favorite to win. I would say so. With Derek Carr at quarterback. Yeah. They have the most stable quarterback, most predictable quarterback situation. I would, yeah. And and I would say that was their biggest weakness last year is they mm-hmm. just didn't have any sort of consistency from the quarterback position. 
Right. So, so getting that, you know, they have the least amount of turnover. Um, Atlanta's in their second year of a new head coach. Carolina's in the first year of a new head coach. Tampa Bay's in second year of a new head coach. So, well, and the, and the Saints are in the second year of a new head coach. Mm-hmm. So there's really no established systems. And, right. and all of those quarterbacks have been there less than two years as well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a first year for all of those quarterbacks, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, unless Ritter, he started half of last year. Yeah. But yeah. even that, none of none of the quarterbacks in this division have started 16 games with this team. Yeah. So, yeah, real toss-up, I'd say. Yeah. I, I would have a hard time nailing down one through four with any sort of confidence. I don't think the right. Saints will be bottom. Right. Um, But other than that, man, I don't know. Because because this division was pretty much up in the air for most of last yeah. season, too. And, and they were all right around that 500 level. Mm-hmm. So if I was to give my order, I would say Buccaneers seventeen and zero Super Bowl champions <laughs> number one, and then uh, New Orleans. It's Saints. Only the fifteenth year in a row that you've picked that. <laughs> and then the New Orleans Saints, and probably the Panthers and the Falcons. So you think Falcons last? I don't know. Falcons were all right last year. I think I think they had some bumps and bruises, but I I liked some of their their approach to running the football and. Man, I don't know. Okay, they did get Bijan Robinson. I totally forgot about that. And it's such a tough division. I could see it going so I'd, many different ways. I mean, any one of these teams could be, could like Falcons, Panthers, Buccaneers. Any one of these teams could be the worst team in football. Mm-hmm. Any one of these teams could be a potential playoff team. Right, and could go on a wild card run and like knock somebody off. Like right. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if one of these teams drew like a Seattle or San Francisco in the first round of the playoffs and beat them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This division is too hard to pick because yeah. somebody win it, somebody go and prove prove it because you know, none of these teams you can say right now are like Super Bowl contenders. Right. Yeah. Moving on to the West, Rams, probably going to be bad again. Yep. Well, it all depends on injury. If you got a healthy Matt Stafford and a healthy Cooper Cup and a healthy Aaron Aaron Donald for all seventeen games, that's way different than where they were last year. True story, very true. Still got a good coach, still got talent all around the place, mm-hmm. and and you got ownership that's willing to make a deal to turn things around quickly if if there's an opportunity to do so. Yeah, you've got a. I I would say they've shed some talent since they won the Super Bowl. Right. They're. You know, they've got some weak points here and there. I don't think their ceiling is quite as high as winning a Super Bowl, but I could, I could, I wouldn't be surprised if there are double digit win totals either. I would be very surprised if they were double They're digit wins. 10 and 7 team. I would be very surprised. I wouldn't. Okay. Great <laughs> to disagree on that one. <laughs> I would not. Cardinals, I couldn't really pinpoint why they, they were so bad last year. I mean, it didn't quite makes sense to me i mean injuries to Kyler murray yeah which they once... fired their coach right that was part of it Kyler murray is i don't think he's a great leader right yeah so i think that kind of adds to some of it i think they'll be the worst in that division this year i think it'll be a toss-up between the cardinals and the rams yeah they did give kyler an extension didn't they i think so but he's not playing right now he's hurt until maybe all of this year. 
Maybe. Because they gave him an extension before last year. That's true. And then he got hurt. He was boy, you sure fun to watch though. He's there, he are, very there are a few people that are watch. faster on turf than that man. But uh Yeah, he's currently I, on the pup right now. But I would agree, both of those two teams are gonna be the bottom of the division. So then and then kind of a surprise team, Seattle, everybody was pretty sure that Seattle was gonna be worse than the division last year. Mm-hmm. They end up making the playoffs and Geno Smith kind of reviving his career, getting in a getting an extension and uh, it'll be interesting to see if that was lightning in a bottle, if that was, or right, if that yeah. was something that's got some sustainability behind it. If he's going to have another good year, yeah, this is an exciting team to me. Yeah. Like, well, and talk about talent on the outside. <laughs> DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. That is very, very solid. Yeah, and gotta... and look on the other side too. The other flashy positions: the defensive backs, Tariq Woolen. Rookie Devin Witherspoon, top 10 pick. Uh, Jamal Adams, Quandre Diggs. That is great secondary. They, I, This is a really talented team. It's going to be the question of if Geno Smith can repeat what he did last year. Yeah. Expect to watch a lot of, uh, a lot of Seahawk highlights throughout the year, no matter what right, happens. Yeah. But. And that leaves us with the 49ers. Yep. Super Bowl contender, I would say. I think so. Uh, they, they, they've, they've got everything there that it could happen. Good, mm-hmm. good head coach, pretty stable at quarterback, really. Even have though they named a starter? They yet? named Brock Purdy as starting quarterback. Yeah. Um, Trey Lance is still on the roster, but I think they're kind of advertising him as if he was for sale. They're giving him a lot of reps in the preseason, trying to protect Purdy, but um, it makes sense for the Niners to move off of Trey Lance, mm-hmm. and uh, they. They have Sam Darnold as well, so they have a yeah. solid backup even if Trey Lance was to sign for somebody else. But really, it makes the most sense for Brock Purdy to be your quarterback of the future. You're just not paying him very much. That allows you to give money into other weapons and other areas of the field, <clears throat> which has worked so well for them in the past to bring on guys like Christian McCaffrey. and Right, yeah. Yeah, Not that's kind of the 49ers way is – surround your quarterback with great players and get a quarterback who's not going to give the game away. Exactly. That they don't need they don't need a quarterback to go out here and be a star, be a yep. be a great player. They just need him to perform well enough to win games. Yep. And Brock Purdy can do that. Brock Purdy is definitely that stability. When you look mm-hmm. at the 49ers last year with Garoppolo and Trey Lance, it was so up and down at the beginning of the year. But Brock Purdy got in there and just provided the stability that the organization needed and won 12 games in a row. That's that's wild. That's incredible. 12 games in a row. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so a lot, of, a lot of people that are pretty intelligent think that he's the type of guy that it wasn't just a once-in-a-lifetime type deal, but he's actually just a good, solid quarterback. So right, I'm excited yeah. to watch a little Brock Purdy. I'm excited to see what the 49ers can do this year. So mm-hmm. I, I, I would expect a deep playoff run for them. I would completely agree. I think the 49ers will most likely win the division, although, I mean, look out for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. But 49ers, probably the favorites in the division and the Super Bowl contender for sure. I think so. So that wraps it up for the NFC. That's what we've – we gave you our predictions across these divisions and hope you enjoyed talking nfc with us and let us know what you think if you think either any of these takes are wild or you think we missed a team or or miscategorized something send us an email or or uh, put a comment on this episode and let us know if we're we're out of line with any of these takes we'd love to interact with our audience a little bit more yeah 
Well, that's all the time we have for today, but we are going to be back with more football talk, more local sports talk. So if you like this episode, keep listening, tell your friends, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Yeah, football.